What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me is Matt Reed, as always. And today, today we got we got something special. We're getting the the realest, most truest form of Jordan Michelle on our way back from uh, when we were young. <laughs> Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Yeah, this is definitely like the most uncurated vibe I could I could possibly <laughs> deliver. So I hope that I hope that that's okay for you guys. I love this vibe. I this is you. you're bringing it. Thank it's you. Great. It's like the no makeup, a little hungover. Uh, you know, just I'm in Baker, California, in um the Alien Fresh Jerky parking lot. <laughs> oh, cool. So, um, yeah, you know, just, I was like, I need this drive is, it's only like three hours and 50 minutes, but there isn't reception the whole time. So I just tried to map it out where I was like, okay, I'm going to have reception somewhere. <laughs> smart. I mean, that's smart. So who were like, uh, other than green day, cause you got that green day shirt on. So we, we know, we know where your, your heart lies there. Um, who else did you want to see? Were you like super jazzed to see for this? So, um, I mean, the thing is, like, looking at the one we were young lineup, especially for me, like, I was, like, the ultimate alt kid growing up. Yeah. Um, it's, like, you look at it and you're just, like, like, you get jazzed over everybody. So, mm-hmm. um, I was really excited to see Good Charlotte. I had never seen them. And they actually brought out Lil Wayne, which was a huge surprise. Um, I saw a lot of people made uh, some guest appearances. Yeah, well, they were calling it Guest Fest. Nice. <laughs> um, I actually really wanted to see Bowling for Soup, and I was bummed that I didn't because they were on during Blink-182. Yeah. Also never seen, but... Um, and actually, I the only reason that Blink won that battle was because they were at the same stage as Green Day, so I was like, I'm just going to reserve my spot. Didn't even have to move. Um, so, who else? Um, actually, the two others that I was most excited to see were... The plain white tees and um, MXPX, who are oh. also on right next to each other, but yeah. I was so excited to see them because I'm actually so um, I'm working with Tom from the plain white tees currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and funny enough, I've seen him live in like all of his side projects, but I had never been to a tees show, so that oh, was sure. really cool. And then um, MXPX, I've been a fan of since I was like in seventh grade, but. Um, I actually was in one of their music videos this year. Oh, so I was like super jazzed to see them too. Um, and then other than that, Motion City soundtrack was amazing. I was really excited about that. I don't know. They were everyone was so good. <laughs> I yeah. one of the things I saw that like had just a lot of people just raving about was something corporate. And man, oh, something corporate was amazing. I would have so happy to see that yeah like punk rock princess is my favorite song i'm like convinced it was about me even though i was 12 <laughs> now, so fine um but you know th- when we were young is a long day it's like yeah. 95 degrees so you have to skip a bunch of bands that you want to see because like you have to it's a marathon not a sprint you know mm-hmm. so like would have loved to see um i mean last year also like i, I remember i skipped census fail and like i love census fail i've never seen them but i was like it's like sweltering heat i'm not gonna make it till the end if i go in the sun right now (laughs) i get it totally yeah and then somehow i actually made it to the emo night after party which is (laughs) 
you know, problematic. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is where you're at now. <laughs> That's why I'm driving back at uh what time? I'm like, I don't even know what time it is. Four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm still making my way back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, take your time. Especially well, we if, you, if you got it. That matters. Absolutely. So well, we did a, we we've done a good amount of talking about other bands, but let's talk about you. So you released your latest single, Pull Me Under, a couple weeks back. How's the response been so far? And and what are you hoping listeners take away from this song? So, you know, it's really interesting. Um, I keep saying like a lot of life happened to me this year. Um, and I I took a pretty uh long break from like when i started putting out music at the end of 2021 i basically did like a song every four to six weeks after that and i was really consistent and then just like some stuff happened with a label i was with and then a relationship and then i i literally moved four times in four months this year yeah it's been an intense year um and then basically um and then last week my my father passed away which we talked about before we started recording um it like and any one of these things on their own would have been like a lot to deal with Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where like music is the thing that I turn to that I like kind of brings me joy that I want to spend my time doing but when you're kind of in the state of like literal survival like where am I going to live what am I going to do how am I going to survive this Mm -hmm. um you kind of just it has to it had to take a back seat for me um, so this song, um, it was ready to be put out and I heard it after, like, I hadn't listened to it in a while. And I was like, this is exactly where I'm at right now. And like, I didn't have like the give a fuck energy that I usually do, like to do this whole right. like rollout and whatever. It was like, I'm just burnt out. For sure. But I think that that's like, so it's weird because I've been promoting it. I've been doing the thing. And I wasn't like, but like, I sort of wasn't in it. Like it was like an out of body thing, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like that's kind of the whole point. And that's been the response. And like, which has been really cool is that people are just like, so relating to it, you know? And it's not like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm usually such a storyteller in my songs. And this one is like kind of just straightforward, you know, it's like, I don't say anything crazy. It's just like, I need a fucking break. <laughs> I'm sick of paying two grand in rent. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of that. And it's like, I really am. Like, I'm just over everything. So I'm glad. Like, I feel like that's kind of always what I look for when I put out music or even like when I listen to music, just like to to be the voice for other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Is, uh, is Pull Me Under part of an upcoming album or EP? Or is it more just singles for now? It's just a single for now. Um, I am working on an EP, um, but it's sort of like, I, I feel with like a body of work that it kind of tells you when it's done. So, you know, I'm not going to like, st- if I start a song and then it like, like it almost never takes the shape that you think it's going to. Like sometimes it does. Sometimes I'll go to write a song and I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted to write. But like sometimes right. it comes out as something completely else. But I'm not going to scrap a song just because I'm like, oh, this wouldn't fit on the EP. So it's kind of like I'm just making things. And I know like the concept of the EP. Um, But again, like I think as an artist, uh, 
life, a lot of life happened and a lot of right. life that I didn't know was going to happen. So like, up until last week, the worst thing that happened to me this year was a breakup, you know, and now, now my life looks completely different and what's on my heart is completely different. Um, so yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I was joking about this, but I, it's kind of serious. Um, like I'm working on the EP with Tom from the Plain White Tees. Yeah. And he's back and forth between Malibu and Chicago. Mm -hmm. And, um, he also, the, the Plain White Tees are about to put out an album next month. So that's obviously taking up a lot of time. So I keep joking with him that when, by the time he and I finish EP, it's going to be five years, but <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully not. But yeah, I'm working towards it. It's just not like a giving myself a harsh deadline thing. I'm kind of just seeing how the story unfolds myself. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Uh, it, so you you talked about Tom a couple of times now. Um you're currently working with Human We're Here Records, who we also love. We've had Tom on the show. How did you get started working with them? So um, I met Tom um, in like 2021. We were introduced actually by my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> um, and he and I just were like vibing, did a record, um, kind of just like to vibe. And... Um, he has this side project called Million Miler. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of like an 80s synth vibe. And he was like, would you care if I use this song for my side project and featured you on it? And I'm like, no, not at all. So that was the beginning. And then he and I would link up to write, um, again, with no intention. Like, maybe it'll be a tease record. Maybe it'll be, you know. And they all just came out very Jordan Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then at one point... Um, he, we kind of just were like, let's, you know, let's do this because <laughs> yeah. we were just working towards an EP and, um, and we, yeah, it just felt, it, it was very natural how it progressed. Like That's it's hard for me to even kind of recap on it. Cause like next thing I knew I was just a human, you know, <laughs> just, just hanging out with, you know, Tom from the plain white tees, you know, nothing, nothing weird here. <laughs> it's so funny because like my one of my friends who's on the label side not on humans like another label mm -hmm. um she we are at like all these shows for work and it's all very industry and even when we were young i mean like it's literally like the the mecca of like being an emo kid growing up and then going to that kind of show but like we do this for work like we literally made being emo a career so it's it is just really funny because like at this point like someone like Tom or like MXPX or really like any of these people who I casually see out I'm like like at, like 13 year old me would be freaking out <laughs> right so it is really cool hell yeah uh, not only are you a musician but you founded a skincare and beauty brand called By Jordan Michelle can you I tell know. us a little bit about the brand and what challenges come from owning a beauty brand. So many challenges. <laughs> How much time do we have? No. Um, so, okay. Well, I grew up um, in the beauty industry. My mom's a dermatologist. So okay. I've always kind of um, been into like skincare. She actually had um, a skincare brand. She still does my whole life. Um, and so I kind of always wanted to do that. I always wanted to have a beauty brand that was like an extension of my own personal brand. Um and then uh, 
basically like during the pandemic, I kind of jump started it. So I always thought that it would be way further down the road, but I was like, okay, well, I guess we're doing this now. And I started with makeup, even though my ultimate goal is skincare, just because it's a little bit easier, especially as your phrasing was, I funded it. <laughs> so it's a lot more expensive to start with skincare, especially sure. since I will be just I wouldn't be um, sourcing from overseas. Um, I've talked to a few labs and like, it is an expensive thing, but I, I care a lot about the integrity of the product, especially growing up with a mom who's a dermatologist and a scientist. Right. So, um, so by Jordan, Michelle was born. Um, and it's really just um, the, the challenge for me is that like, it is self-funded um, and I don't want an investor like I have wanted it to just kind of grow with me. Um, sure. So it is directly an extension of me. It's like a rock and roll lifestyle brand. And the whole reason, too, was sort of like I have this jet set lifestyle, like driving back from when we were young to an interview. Like this <laughs> is my lifestyle, like get on a plane, go to an event, like be in the studio all day. Go, like it's just like a very fast paced life. And people would be like, how does your skin look so good? <laughs> and so it really was just like the concept was like, this is how I do it. This is my secret sauce, you know? Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, the, the challenges, uh, honestly, it's, I find that what people don't realize about being an independent artist, it's very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Which like is a grind. It is a grind mm -hmm. and a half. Like you have to be self-motivated. Like it's the scariest thing in the world investing in yourself too, you know? Um, so I would say that's probably like the biggest challenge. Yeah. I mean, we talk about that all the time that like, I mean, trying to be an artist or a musician of for your career probably one of the hardest choices you can try to make <laughs> it's very expensive it's expensive, yes. very expensive you know it's it's got to be like just something you can't live without you know you love it and that's why well, people do it that's why it's like not really a choice you know but um i mean you really have to bet on yourself i you know it's like the scariest thing in the world and it's it is just so hard. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, well, the reason that I even got started was, um, so I'm like trying to stay out of the sun. I don't know if you see, it's like moving <laughs> on me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this is like, you can't make this up. Um, <laughs> basically, when my brother passed away, um, I was 21. I was a senior in college and... I was studying journalism and political science and um, he was a musician. And when that happened, I kind of had this realization that he doesn't get to, like he will never have his moment. His music career is never going to happen because it can't. And that sounds like a really weird way to discover that. But I kind of was like, I'm 21 and I'm choosing to be bitter for the rest of my life. Like I'm not even attempting this music thing. I'm just going straight to law school. Like for what? Like, so that my family will, like, so, like be okay with my choices or, like, who sure. am I doing this for? Um, and it was, like, would I rather have money or would I rather, like, be 
80 and like say that I tried and even if it never worked out like at least I did it because like when you think about life and like all the anxieties and all the choices we have to make like we're just here until we're not right and that could be any time so it's like what do you want to spend your time here doing and now that I've done it it's like whenever I get the anxiety about like oh what if it doesn't work out what if it doesn't happen it's like well am I doing it to make it mm-hmm. obviously that would be nice <laughs> you know well, yeah. like that's the that dream <laughs> the best case scenario but like i'm doing it because i love it mm-hmm. you know it's like i'm doing it because like what else am i gonna do like not and not that i can't do something else it's just like what i would go do something else and not do this anymore like yeah. that would never happen so um i think like it's a hard choice to make and it takes a lot of guts to bet on yourself but like i think at the end of the day if it's really in you you can't you can't turn that off no you know it's it's with any sort of creative project or even you know athletes it's like what else am I gonna do you know like this is all I've given my life to right and and it's and when you're not doing it which everybody goes through that too like everybody's like we'll make a time where they're they're like I'm gonna I'm gonna be done And when you're not doing it, it's awful and you feel awful. And all you want to do is go back to doing it. Yeah. And I think that there's like just this thing, like a, like an ageist stigma that existed for such a long time Mm -hmm. that we all still really buy it. And it's like, I remember reading an interview with Katy Perry when I was, I was probably like in high school when I read it and it was basically like, her saying that if she didn't make it by 25, she was going to throw in the towel and like, that was going to be it. And I remember thinking, cause like at every age I've ever been, I thought that I was too old to do it. And that's, that's starting at 14. I remember at like 19, like crying to my mom that I haven't done anything with my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because also like at 19, like it's so easy to compare yourself to like someone who blew up when they were 12 or whatever (laughs) but like now like being in my 30s I'm just like oh my god 22 I thought that I was over the hill (laughs) yeah when when I made the decision at 21 that I was not gonna go to law school and that I was gonna move to LA like if you live to be 80 god willing like that's 60 years so like you're going to throw in the towel if you haven't made it by 25. Like you have, you could like, it's just so crazy. But like when we zoom out and look at like just the pressure we put on ourselves based on our age, Mm -hmm. you know? Totally. No, I've, I've been there multiple times. So when I hit uh, 27, I'm going to be done. When I hit 30, I'm in don't make it. I'm going to be done. You know, it's and at what point do we stop saying that? And it's interesting because like, I find that I'm the most existential when I'm just not happy with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So like, it's funny because I remember when I was, I turned 25, I like had a, a quarter life crisis. Um, and I was, I had actually popped off on musically, which is like the app that TikTok is now. Yeah. So I had popped off. I had a huge following um and I was like I never wanted to say my age and I remember when I turned 25 up until like the day I turned 25 I was saying I was 24 and then 
I popped up on famous birthdays and I thought my life was over. I was like, how did they even know where to scrubbed from the internet? And then I turned 30 last year and I like did a whole like thing about it. I had a funeral for my twenties. I wrote a song called it's my birthday RIP to me. Mm-hmm. That was basically about like just laying to rest, like the, the person that you were. Cause like, honestly, like your twenties are so hard and like so overrated. <laughs> and, and, like they say, those are the best years. And I'm like, Oh my God, kill me now. Like if it's not getting better after this, but like, I was so chill about turning 30. I think like six months before I was 30, I was already saying I'm like about to be 30. Like, it just didn't like most people freak out. Like I had that at 25 and now I'm getting kind of existential about my age, but just cause like I've had a rough year, you know, yeah. like, like yeah. I don't actually think 31 is old. I don't think 32 is old. Like it's literally just one year different, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think like, that's usually what it comes down to is like those moments where you're just like, like, if you like where you're at in life, like age is age, it's a number. It's true. And I mean, it, everybody is, like age is wild now when you really think of it. Cause like, I feel like when, okay, so I'm, I'm at, I'm 40. So my, what not, my dad was 40. He looked significantly older than me. And I feel like that's the way everyone's parents look like, you know, like the, when we see like 80 year olds now, like, you know, president Biden's like 80 years old. That's what 60 year olds looked like, you know? And, like you, you look at Golden Girls and uh, when they redid they Sex so, in the City, yeah. same fucking age. You know, it's like age is so different now. Totally. Well, and like that's what's kind of funny too is that like I, I mean, also like in LA, thirty, I feel like it's just different anywhere else. But I mean, I don't even want to say that. Also, <laughs> like I like. Wh- if you told me like that I was 17, I would believe you. Like, I don't feel any different. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like in previous generations, there was a point where you became a grown up, Right. And now, like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't really see that shift anymore no yeah i'm i'm the only difference now is i get like i i get sore quicker <laughs> but i'm still just a dork i power through it but i yeah. am always sore. um but yeah i just feel like the the point is that i do believe that like the idea that you're too old to do something is on its way out and I, I hope it I hope it continues to leave because like I don't know, it's funny too, because I do feel better now than I did at 25. I think I look better now than I did at 25. I think I'm a better songwriter. I think I'm a better singer. I think I'm a better all-around human being, which is the hope that like you'd get better at life as you live it more. Yeah. Um so I'm like why why would I lead myself to believe that just because I've had more years on planet Earth, like that it would negate all those other things? Totally. No, completely, completely agree. And and with that, because that's great advice. With that, we're going to ask an advice question here. We, we got one more question before we go to a quick break. 
if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now, whichever one is you think is the most important, that you wish you knew when you were first starting your journey, what would it be? Oh my God, that is, <laughs> that shouldn't be such a hard question, but it is. One <laughs> that I wish I knew when I was starting my journey. Oof. There's so much. So oh my, there's much. so much. Like I, like, I don't know if you see me short circuiting right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly think that and like this this is ironic just because like I've been in like a weird place lately right but right. like when I look back I wish that I like didn't worry so much about things you know I think that like we do put this pressure on ourselves about like what things are going to look like or how long it's taking or whatever um it's just like it sounds so cliche, but enjoying the journey mm-hmm. is really like it. Cause you can reach milestones all day, every day, but like the ride is life. Like that's what, that's what it all is. You know, like that's the whole, the whole time that's we're on the ride <laughs> and right. like the milestones are just little moments and the achievements are just little moments. Um, so just like knowing that like, it's meant to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And just to like release that anxiety and that stress, you'll enjoy it so much more. Yeah, that's great. That's a great piece of advice. That's as, soon I... as, as soon as we're off this call, I'm going to come up with like 10 different things that I'm like, I wish I said that. So I'll just, I'll, I'll email them to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, but like, you've already given so many great pieces of advice in this, you know, like, I mean, okay. It's this quite, we ask everybody this question because it's so fantastic. We've this, we've done over a hundred episodes now We're we're cruising towards, towards 200 and uh, no one has ever had the same answer because there's so many different journeys. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the whole thing too, is like your journey is never going to look like someone else's. Exactly. And, you know, and it's, it's great to be able to hear from, all these other people about their journey and you know if the people that are listening can take take that kind of advice and and be able to apply it to themselves that's the goal that's the goal anyway yeah i always say take my advice i'm not using it (laughs) (laughs) yeah accurate i do that way too much uh (laughs) feel that but on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with our next segment. What's up, everybody? It's Pat here. I just want to take a minute to thank this week's sponsor, Elder Emo Company. Elder Emo Company is an apparel and accessories brand based around the principle that this was never a phase. It's a way of life. For those of you that reminisce of the days when you would tease your hair or studded belts or bracelets or for those of you that still do, Elder Emo Company has got what you need. They do monthly shirt drops with original artwork and are working on new emo-themed candles coming to you in October. You can find Elder Emo Company at www.elderemoco.com where you can get out there, find them at some festivals such as the Hawthorne Heights for Lovers Fest which they were at this year and are planning to be back next year. So follow them also on their socials so you can keep up to date with what they're doing, where they're going to be at, any sales, 
new drops, give them a follow at elderemo.co. And once again, go to www.elderemoco.com to get your new wardrobe today. Thanks so much again to Elder Emo Company for sponsoring today's episode. Now let's get into it. I hate to break it to you, but looks matter. Now, not not in the way you think I mean it, but when it comes to logos and shirt designs, you don't want your logo to look bad. Whether you run a business or play in a band, design is quite probably not your thing. And that's okay, because luckily, at Shed and Shred Studios, design is all they do. With almost a decade of experience, Shed and Shred Studios is dedicated to working directly with clients to create the best visual products in the industry. Tailored to optimize recognition of your name amongst competitors in your specific market space. If you're in need of logos, visual branding, shirt graphics, or marketing material, Shed and Shred Studios has got you covered. So visit Shed Shred MD for more info. Once again, that is S H E D S H R E D M D dot com for more info. And hey, while you're there, use code GET10 for 10% off at checkout when buying pre made designs and merch from their web store. I heard that you like creative fresh designs for shirts and your stickers. Well, at Cursed Club, they got you covered. The Cursed Club is a visual diary for what makes us who we are. And just by checking them out and supporting the brand, you become Cursed Club for life. And because Cursed Club is so awesome, they're giving all of you 10% off your entire order if you use our code unsigned pop punk at checkout. So make sure you head on over to www.curseclub.com today and get yourself some rad new gear. And make sure you're following them on their socials, the Instagram or TikTok at Cursed Club Brand. Again, go to www.curseclub.com today and use our code unsigned pop punk to save yourself 10% off your whole order now let's get back to the show and we're back thank you so much for sticking around we are hopping into the best segment the hungriest segment <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying to say the food for thought segment yeah talk about food and you're always the- trying to bring it you're always trying to bring it back with like some new catchy snappy way Never and you, lose, you lose yourself real quick that's the best <laughs> you know I started this season talking to your friend Bob about not not saying anything to me, and I've kind of just changed into just you know just whatever, just whatever comes with it. Just roll, just letting it roll. Just let it roll. <laughs> All right, but go go for it, Matt. <laughs> so, being from New York City or born and raised, and now living in LA, arguably two food titans for cities, we gotta ask which city has the better food scene. Okay, so the knee-jerk response is New York. It's a very New York answer. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves to hate on New Yorkers for loving New York. But my friend gave me a run for my money the other day, who she's from New York. 
New York has better pizza and bagels, hands down. And I always thought of New York as more of like a, um, more of a food city than LA. Mm -hmm. But LA, she was like, you guys have better sushi and you guys have better Mexican food, which is absolutely true. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. I mean, there's definitely like, it's, it's close, but, um, I'm going to give it to New York. That's fair. So on that, so one of the other things that we always, this isn't even what, this is just popping in my brain right now, but so we also talk to, we have, you know, we have friends in New York, friends in New Jersey. Now, a lot of people I know think New Jersey's got the bigger, better bagels oh. and pizza. Don't like, get out of here with that. <laughs> like no truth to that. New Jersey wants to be better than New York so bad. And I don't even know where they get the audacity. Like, <laughs> like good for them, but no. They, you know, they... They got right. their confidence in themselves, you know? And it's like delusional confidence, but <laughs> confidence in the West, and I'm going to lose a bunch of <laughs> If I have any fans in New Jersey, now I don't, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They're just from New Jersey anyway. Yeah. I mean, who needs them? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. We all need you. We need you. No, I don't. I don't hate New Jersey. No. It's just not like not New York. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen how i met your mother oh yeah okay so you know when uh ted meets those girls and they're from jersey but they say they're from new york yeah and he's like making a case for like why new york is better and he's like sinatra was even from jersey and he didn't sing secaucus secaucus yeah <laughs> <laughs> like new york new york like we're not saying jersey sucks but like tr stop trying to make it like which one <laughs> like right. obviously work is better you know it it they're both places on the east coast you know they they got they got their <laughs> like they have beaches. beaches yeah it's they fine yeah. they got beaches they got big hair you know big yeah. hair they've got and listen they have pizza and they have bagels and i'm sure they're fine they're just I'm sure they're good i'm sure they're fine i all i can ever think about with how like how deep in like uh, how I met your mother? Do 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 you go? Because all I can oh. ever think of, okay, all I can ever th think of is the the episode where Barney can't take a bad picture, and like <laughs> me and my wife just always laugh. We're like, "Where's the chip? Where's the chip?" That's so funny. Because <laughs> my daughter can't take a good picture. I mean, she can now. She can now. When she was younger, she used to do this like thing, and only YouTube people watching can only see it but uh all of her pictures she'd be like okay she'd get ready and she that's so funny and she'd fucking slam her face into her shoulder and do this like duck lip thing and it was just always the worst <laughs> it was always <laughs> the worst picture <laughs> so you'd always have to try and like trick her with pictures but she's but she's made progress and we love that for her she's just takes beautiful pictures now good yeah we we're at target yesterday she put on like a, a a santa elf hat took a picture <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all went through a phase you know oh yeah you know yeah i still say i think i still make the same face i did in like 2003 
you know, it's just well, it's like all this the scene kids used to do like the same like raise the camera up, yeah, like have the whole that's the MySpace. Like, yeah, exactly. Like we all did that. Oh yeah. We all I just did do the, the the rock lips and peace. Or yeah, we all like I remember my generation did like the Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. But yeah, but we had, it had a moment. We mm-hmm. thought it looked good at the time. <laughs> it still could. It's we'll bring it back. It'll be back. It all comes back. It'll be back. Like Jinkos are back now. It's it'll all be back. Yeah, I guess that's why they say it was it was never a phase. Right. Right. Okay. Back to food, though. If you had to create a tasting menu for your music. What foods would you pair with what songs? Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> oh, man. And I have a sign that says Alien Fresh Jerky staring me in the face. I'm just oh, trying that's, not to And now all you can think about is just and I'm like Alien a little hungover, Fresh Jerky. You know, I'm just like, jerky. all right. So, okay. Well, the obvious one, it's my birthday. RIP to me, I think would go with like, like the... um like the milk bar birthday cake, but black with like spring, yeah. like um, glittery, like edible glitter, you know, Totes. like really cute, but also still like a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Okay. This is really weird, but um, okay. I'm really like, it's not even like what I like. I'm really, I like associate things with colors. So I'm really yeah. trying to like, on this and just like let answers come to me yeah kids in love for some reason chicken wings nice chicken wings. i love it it's great um, and then all right never date a gemini i'm getting twizzlers okay all right i don't know why but just maybe the, cause like, just the standard the, red twizzlers yeah just good old red twizzlers um Pulling me under. <laughs> I'm going to say pepperoni pizza. Nice. You know. Can never go wrong with a good old pepperoni pizza. pizza. Um, goodbye is just a glass of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> with a big cube in it. But nothing too nice. It's like bullet <laughs> or less. Like bullet. Not that bullet's not good, but like nothing fancier than bullet. Um, and then um are we doing it for each song i mean you could go as far as you want okay because i mean well i here's the other thing and it's because because i've like had so much life happen to me i'm like like uh most of it like i have so much music that's not out you know what i mean so i'm like like i guess we're working with what people can go listen to right i'm also like these are some pretty great answers you've given so far. So, so I guess let's just roll with it. Yeah, Harley Quinn. <laughs> um, oh, Harley Quinn. Hmm. Sour gummy worms. Yeah, I just want to like have this. Should just be a meal now. Yeah, this yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah, this is and like you've got beverages, you know. Yeah, you you have you have made an entire meal out of your music right here. I do what I can, you know. Um, Killed it. 
<laughs> it's a culinary experience. <laughs> it, it is like now you can like you'll have this forever. You can start your own like little you know food truck or something. Just serve these foods. Just like and you listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to listen to the song and like have the culinary experience. But okay, the plot twist with Harley Quinn and this doesn't exist. Like you know the gummy, not the gummy bears, the jelly beans that have like the weird flavors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be like bean boozled. Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. So it would be a gummy worm experience like that. So like some of them would just be like yummy sour gummy worms and then some of them would be like snot. awful. Yeah. Some of them would oh. be real worms. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gummy bear, a gummy worm made out of worms. Ugh. That would yes. be awful. Exactly. Oh, it would be awful and I hate worms, so I wouldn't I wouldn't partake in that culinary experience. <laughs> I actually like I'm not a picky eater and I'm pretty adventurous too, but some things I'm just like, mm, no, not going but there. Worms, that ain't it. So, so like for example, escargot. I can't I can't even bring myself to give it a chance because they're snails. Yeah, I get it. You know, I see these things like on like like I don't know. To me, granted, you can make that argument for I guess like any meat. Sure. But snails, like, are literal bugs. It's yeah. like eating a cricket to me. So I don't care how much you jazz it up, how much garlic and butter you put on it. And it's in the shell. Yeah. It's like they just took it off the street and, like, not, like, you know what I mean. But, like, yeah. like, no, I, I like I hate and, like, good for you if you're able to enjoy that. But I see no reason for me to, like, even go there so anyway worms would be in that category for me i'm just never <laughs> ever gonna eat a worm fair, it's, That's fair. i don't care I got that. how good you make it <laughs> <laughs> i don't care if this is the most gourmet w- worm in the world get it it's away from it yeah i don't even want to look at it it's not, it's not fucking i don't want to see it yeah yep. no my like keep it away from me <laughs> you heard totally. it here first don't you dare bring worms to jordan michelle yeah no but because now i've said that and like you know how people like have been like this dumb thing that like everyone's been like throwing shit at performers mm-hmm. it's like someone's just gonna like bring a can of worms to a sh- like a literal can of worms just a ziploc bag full of worms that's like one of my like that would be a, a nightmare that would be a, a nightmare oh my god like i shouldn't like uh, someone out there who just like really hates me for no reason like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about it. I'm like, man, you love worms. Worms aren't oh, a, aren't a fear worms. at all. Yeah. <laughs> now the people that love me are gonna bring me worms. Like I just can't win. There's no winning with this. <laughs> your favorite band is touring through your area. They come to you and want the best hidden spot for post show food. Where are you sending them? Okay, so Green Day is coming to LA. <laughs> All right. Oh, they're coming. Okay, for post-show food. First thing that comes to mind, there's this Mexican spot on um, Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. And I don't, like, I almost don't want to, like, I want to gatekeep a little, but I won't. Um, (laughs) It's, like, open 24 hours. Mm. uh, Barely speak English. It's super cheap. And it's so good it's called los tacos i didn't even know the name for like three years i just knew where it was nice um, yeah that would be that's like the first thing i think of nice 
Can't you can't go wrong with a good taco and good Mexican like food. A good old hole in the wall Mexican spot. Oh yeah, that, those are always the best. Yeah, and like late night, like any time of day, that place is open. So yeah, it's perfect, and it's always good. I bet Billy would get down on some some late night tacos. He feels like someone who would appreciate like a good carne asada plate, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can I can see that totally. All right, that is it for the food for thought segment. Now we're just gonna we're gonna dive right in to our rapid fire question segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. Yeah. Just gonna you're gonna speak from the heart, which we've already been doing, so this should be easy for you. Walking so- the Speak like, from the heart because I feel like I need I need some extra gas for this. <laughs> oh, you got it. this it is it's nothing to be worried about. <laughs> All right, you ready? You saw just freak out for this light. Like you just saw me like sweat a little bit, but okay, yes, I'm ready. You you're good. I <laughs> I don't worry. <laughs> All right. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Horror or comedy movies? Comedy. Uh, so this m- might not be as <laughs> entertaining, but what is the most random item you have within your reach right now? Um, <laughs> a, a hair tie. Yeah. That's... <laughs> oh, actually, that's not that random, though. Uh, I don't know. This. <laughs> uh, Normally, when we ask this, obviously people are <laughs> at a desk, yeah. or so. Uh, actually, well, all right. I have this apple wrapped in saran wrap that I got from the United <laughs> Club two days ago. That's, that's pretty probably, random. That's pretty random, right? Yeah. All right, let's roll with that. All right, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Thin crust or regular crust pizza? Regular. Okay, Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid? Lindsay Lohan. Newfound Glory or MXPX? I got to go with MXPX. Nice. There you go. All right. This is the last one, and this isn't an either-or question, but it's going to test your jingles knowledge. Okay. Can you sing for us the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle? I don't think I can, but I can see it. (laughs) Green, right? It is green, yeah. Yeah, I I can't sing the jingle, though. Oh boy! Sorry. No, that's okay. That's like, okay. Interview over. That's it. Move, toss the microphone away. Let's go. No. <laughs> Matt, you want you want to hit her with that? You got it. Oh, I'll get it. Okay. So the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle is O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. Wow! You nailed it. First of all, I, I know. You know, as we've been saying for a, a few of these episodes now, we are O'Reilly Auto Parts representatives. We're just looking for new talent. No, we're not. <laughs> this is sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's not, and it fucking should be at this point. Okay. We are okay, at this point. You're just wasting money. I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of girl math, but you just spent money right there. I know. I know. This is O'Reilly. Come on, O'Reilly. Yeah, come fine. on. We are. 40 episodes into the season, guys. Come on. 
<laughs> so many people sing your theme song. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going to know the theme song. Like, this is literally, like, it's a, it's like a super spreader event, but for, for good. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to poke <laughs> or nothing. I think you were the first one this season to not get it, though. Really? Oh, well. <laughs> I think so. Other than other than Canadians, I don't watch. Well, (laughs) I'm not going to say anything negative about Canada. How can you? They're Canadians. Um, uh, Although I've actually never been to Canada, and I would love to go. But it's beautiful. um, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I feel like I'm not up on my commercials. Like I know the classics, you know. Yeah, like I do. uh, you know, of course, the staples, but O'Reilly, maybe. I thought is this that... was a staple. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you that it might be, and maybe it's maybe it's and, a me problem. And maybe, uh, and I was going to say, you saying this to me, and maybe you're wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything. It could be. could be a whole bunch of stuff. But that's okay, because really, unless you're going to, you know, you, you just get into that jingle game. You can make your own jingles. You know, gotta, I, that's where the money is. You know, it, and I know that, and I have friends that do it, and I feel like, and this this might be, like, a cop-out for me, and maybe, like, I should just, like, blow past it, but I feel like that's not where I'm creative. Sure. You and, know, like, I'm not, like, much, in, like, of an advertiser. Um, yeah. Like, I have good ideas for people, but as far as a jingle, like, my brain doesn't really work that way. Well, see, what I was thinking is since like you didn't know the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingles is obviously just not good enough. Not working. And you need to hit them with that spice. You know what? O'Reilly Auto Parts hit me up <laughs> for your jingle needs, and I got you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, this is only the second season where we've done this, but the first one we all, we did Bagel Bites because what's more pop punk than Bagel Bites? There's literally, you know, I don't know why that makes so much sense. Right. But it does. I and know. And bagel bites are the most pop punk snack. <laughs> I You're agree. You're so right. It's, it's the definition of pop punk snacks. And they're oh, that's... pop punk, too. You're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is kind of pop punk? Huh. Lunchables. Yeah, totally. Kind of punk, you know. Mm-hmm. Anything, anything that you ate, like as a kid in like our generation, this like cold pop punk generation. Anything that you ate as a kid is basically pop punk, and it because like, because we so still hard. fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. We're I the only kid. generation to just still fucking do all that shit. I saw a kid have a Dunkaroos over the weekend. And I was like, oh, like, bitch, what you know about Dunkaroos? Oh, you know <laughs> what really hurt my heart? Um, okay, well, I was with, um, so my drummer, who, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tosh, the drummer. Um, mm. He's like my little brother. And so I went to his house and we're having dinner and he, we're both like obsessed with Kit Kats. So I brought like, I found this store that sells like all the like crazy flavors. Oh, cool. So I got a bunch and we're just like, trying them out and there was a churros flavor and it was fire and i was like this kind of tastes like dunkaroos and he was like what's dunkaroos 
And I was no. like, go fuck yourself, actually. Yeah. Get, um, get out. Yeah, get, like, get out of the house. Yeah, you yeah. need to leave. Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> No, I think it. it's funny when you think about it, though, because like I think we are one of the only like the only generation that just continues to not let go of their childhood. Like I just went to Walmart yesterday and bought Count Chocula for myself because I needed it. No, I see. Like, I, I don't see any like hole in this logic. Though, no, there's I- there's nothing wrong. It's amazing. No, that's that makes sense. You needed it and you got it. Yeah. They had it and you, that that was it. That was the end of that story. Yeah, I I went there because I needed Count Chocula. As one does. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, that was me the other day with um Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Had to have it. I just finished a box of that, so I needed to, you know, get had to yeah. take care of had to take care of the uh the uh Count Chocula before it's gone. Of course. And also, well, now, now the thing is, now I need bagel bites. Yeah. I need they're, them. They're great. Of course. They're the best. Mm-hmm. I can't believe, like, that. How did I never <laughs> realize that they're, like, the most pop punk thing you could eat? I don't know. I, I feel very, like, glad that I was able to, like, bring this to you and, like, yeah, yeah. shed this light for you. Thank you. No, You're really. <laughs> I feel I feel like we're really connected now. No, we really are. Like, <laughs> like this just like leveled up our friendship, you know? Yes. yes. <laughs> and then Count Chocolate just took a step further. Oh man. Like, because <laughs> what are you gonna get? Booberry, Frankenberry? Get out of here. You're gonna get that no. Count Chocula. It was just so funny because last year they did a collab with Cause, the artist. Okay. They had these like little like like cereal box cause things that okay. I have because I obviously bought all of them. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So they literally gave adults cereal box toys. Yeah. Well, and I love that for us. Well, I mean, McDonald's just did that adult happy meal. I had to get that. So, like required by law. Yeah. I mean, why? Of course, I want an adult happy meal. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Who wouldn't? Exactly. I'm literally gonna stop at McDonald's on my way home. <laughs> get it. Go. Get it. I think they got Pokemon stuff right now. Wait, really? Yeah. That's I'm, okay. So actually, I do agree. I feel like we're the generation that's just so not willing to let go of our childhood. Yeah, because it was fucking great. It was a bomb ass time. No, like um. So I'm obsessed with Pokemon. Actually, I just I I re-downloaded Pokemon Go last year. I Me I fell my, off. I, the, my, the, the way my ADHD is set up is like I can't last too long, but I do love it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, I'm going to uh, Nintendo World this week or Mario World. I forgot Dang. what it's called but at Universal, and I'm so excited because of awesome. course I'm never gonna like fully mature in my mind. no don't it's a trap <laughs> that's awesome i'm glad i'm not the only one no no i mean me and matt we we, we played pokemon go too so it's okay <laughs> i saw the kid with the dunkaroos was actually at a card collecting convention for pokemon so. yeah yeah that's what he was doing yeah he's doing <laughs> that sounds like a great day honestly yeah see it being a dork and you know loving your childhood stuff—it's the coolest, it's the coolest life you can lead. 
Well, it's like to bring it full circle, like the fact that I've been able to like make being emo a career, like that's like, I, I don't know. I remember. So when I was in like seventh grade, I used to wear like a ton of eyeliner just because it was like super punk rock and super mm-hmm. emo. Um, and it wasn't because I felt like I needed to wear a lot of makeup. Like I'm not wearing any makeup right now and I'm fine with that. Like, I don't think that like it's a requirement. It's a vibe, you know? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I remember overhearing these parents saying like, oh my God, Charity wears so much makeup. What is she going to do when she's older? And like, it's funny because most of the time I like don't wear anything, but I, what did I do? I made a career out of it and I started a beauty brand and I sell a product called Guy Liner. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And I was just like, it made me think like back in the, you know, in the fucking earlier 2000s or 2010 or whatever, like, man, I had always wanted to do the Guy Liner. I was like, I want to, but I have this thing that I'm terrified of. I can't wear contacts, anything going near my eye. I just like, I just like freak out and like, I can't do it. It's funny enough, I can't put contacts in. And the first commercial I ever did was for AccuV contact lenses. (laughs) (laughs) And I faked it. I've never been able to do it. I tried putting in like crazy, like colored ones for a shoot one time. And I just can't do it. And I'm not weird about my eyes. So maybe we can still make the guy liner thing happen for you. Okay. We'll go from there. Okay, cool. Okay. I'll I'll just I'll just have my wife do it and I'll be like, I'm just gonna close my eyes. Just <laughs> I have a video that I posted on the um the brand page and I had I was like, I'm gonna do a video showing like guys putting on guy liner. So I had two of my friends um come over and we just like shot a little tutorial and one of them was like, This is how you do it. Like he's like, You might like you might want to cry mentioned cry like he was like so like fuck it eyeliner and the other one like couldn't get it together and then I was like here I'll do it and he was like that was it (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) like we have I mean it's not like really like I don't know that it would actually help anyone but we have like both ends of the spectrum but it's it takes practice but I think your wife could definitely help you figure it out (laughs) that that are my that are my daughter she did my my wife's makeup so (laughs) for everybody I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I've, I've always was, I was always up for it, but you know, like I said, I was just too much of a scaredy cat. Well, maybe this is because you need it, you know, I think so. (laughs) I think so. But Jordan, you did it. You finished the podcast. Now's a chance. Just let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you and what's next. Um, what do I have going on? Well, I'm definitely working on a ton of new music. Um, I can't wait to get it done and get it out. Um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at I am Jordan Michelle, my beauty brand at by Jordan Michelle, um, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you listen to music. Um, and yeah, that's it. Hell yeah. Thanks so much <laughs> for hanging out with us. This was a ton of fun. No, me. I really loved this, and it like definitely was a nice way to break up the drive. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I'm glad that uh, you know we could, you know, help put a smile on your face for, for sure. Know. This is like a nice little break from all the life right now. <laughs> good. I'm glad because you know you you deserve a break. 
I appreciate that. Well, that was actually also part of the reason I went yesterday. I was like, grief guilt is such a, a real thing. Like, oh, you totally. Think, like, should I not like enjoy moments? Is like, are people going to think I look too happy? And it's like, what I've learned from going through now, this is my second big loss. And it's yeah. like, you just got to find happiness and enjoyment wherever you can, you know, like grief is going to be there forever. And so it'll be waiting there. <laughs> yeah. It never goes away. So like any moment, no matter how soon it's like, if you can put a smile on your face, if you could enjoy a moment a day, do it, you know? Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with doing something that makes you happy. Even if other people think you should be sad, it's not up to them. Right. Well, I'm like, I am sad. Well, you're right. <laughs> devastated, but absolutely. Like, you know, also, I mean, I don't know. My brother died 10 years ago and I've probably like, I cried about it a month ago. Yeah. I don't, I haven't cried away. every day in the last 10 years, but it's like, it hits you and it hits you, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, my uh, me and Matt can both attest that like my mom passed away and his mom's passed away, too. And, you know, I mean, my my mom passed away when I was 18 years old. Like, it doesn't go away. You know, it's sometimes, sure. you know, they're they're fucking I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll be honest right now. Like, I've been going through some some shit. And last night I cried and I cried. And you know what? Like the things that went through my head, as I fucking said, I was like. I miss my mommy. You know, it's like, it doesn't right. go away. It doesn't stop. Like, it's okay to think that stuff. It's okay to miss your mom, your mommy, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. People feel. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think that's just like the weird thing about like life and emotions. Like, oh my God, I just scared the shit out of myself. I just like put my elbow on the way. Oh, I for a second, like I heard that noise and I thought somebody like hit your car or something. I was like, oh shit. It took like five years off my life. Wow. Um, oh man, that's, um, this is rare form. <laughs> She's doing great. Um, no, it's crazy because like after my brother passed away, like I couldn't go out for months. Like I couldn't at all. And like, I mean, not that I'm like feeling up for a lot of things, but like I had a great time yesterday and it's been 10 days and it's been 10 really hard days. Like my dad and I were so close. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not like I care less. It's just like grief looks different every time with every person. And like, I don't know. It's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, like there's still like, I mean, it's like a parent, so I get it. Cause it's yeah. just like, you know, every time like you probably like, I don't think you ever outgrow like needing your mom or needing your dad. Right. You know? No, and, right. Uh, yeah. I can imagine like the, you're still sometimes dealing with that. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But people, it's okay to feel. That's yeah. I, at the, the that's the bottom line. It's okay to feel people. And feel all of it. Feel yeah. the good and the bad cuz I think like that's what happens. Like you all like I was my friend tagged me in a video of us like dancing at Good Charlotte and I almost was like, "Should I not repost this? Do I look too happy?" And I'm like, "Fuck that." No. Yeah. Like you know, I that doesn't negate how shitty this is. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, um, 
And it's like, so, if someone says, tries to say it and they get it, to fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like, my God. But people, you know, people are always going to have something to say. Yeah. And I think it's really hard to, um, especially like I deal with this a lot as an artist and as like just like a public figure, mm-hmm. just wondering like how something's going to be received or what people are going to think. And then sometimes I think you just have to be like, let them, you know, like yeah. you can't you make can't everyone happy. It. No. And I mean, like, someone's gonna think you're weird mm-hmm. <laughs> someone's okay. gonna think your music sucks <laughs> and i mean i think like the worst place you can be and i've been there uh many times is getting really caught up in trying to make everyone like you and make everyone like what you're doing and mm-hmm. at the end of the day you just got to do it and, you just got to be yourself. You, yeah, you just have to be behind it. Yeah, you just got to be your genuine self, your true self. Totally. Hell yeah. Well, gosh, with all of that, this has been one of probably the most uh, advice-filled and informative <laughs> episodes we've had in a long time. And I love it. I'm here for it. Thank you so much, Jordan, for uh, hanging out and, you know, giving us all of that, all of the feels. We had a lot of feels today, and I love it. I appreciate it. You know what? You can always count on me for some feels. Hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) Thank you for having me. No, this was awesome. Great. Matt and me, you you all hang out with us. We're going to dive into the unsigned pop punk news, and you'll hear that right after this jingle. What's up, everyone? Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for continuing to check out the podcast. Gosh, it is is almost the end of the year, and that is in saying this year has flown by like, it really has it really has it's been just a it's been a fucking year but uh man we're here uh, i hope you all have a happy holidays um and then uh so this will be the last episode of the year and then there will be a two-week break and then we'll be back in january so there just won't be because the next two uh Mondays are, you know, Christmas and New Year's. So it's, you're not going to listen to a podcast on those days. Let's be real. So we're going to take a two week break and then we'll be back with more episodes and uh, some just more good stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So let, you know, let's do end of the year recap. You know, what, what was your favorite episodes? Like, who are your favorite guests? Let, let, hit us up. Let's, let's talk about that. Um, you know, join our discord. Uh, let's be friends on that. And, you know, anywhere, comment anywhere, like us, follow us, subscribe, all all the good stuff. Just hit us up anywhere and let's chat. Yeah. Yeah. And wear the merch. Speaking of merch, speaking of merch, this will be the last time you'll hear about our, uh, Trevor project, gender equality shirt. Um, well, not we'll have our gender equality shirt, but we are going to change our sponsor for next year. So this is our last chance. Talk about fifteen percent off of every purchase of that shirt will be donated to the Trevor Project. If you've been waiting, this is right. This is a week before Christmas. If you're looking for a, a gift oh, for yeah. someone, go to go to our merch store and get them a gender equality shirt. First off, they're rad as fuck. They even yeah. say "fuck" on them. Mm-hmm. Number two. 
You got many options. And if you don't even want to wear a shirt, you can you can drink coffee and support it. And then number three, you're donating 15% of that purchase to the Trevor Project, whose mission is to end suicide among LGBTQ youth. So help us in supporting the amazing cause and saving young LGBTQ lives. Darn tootin'. Absolutely. I mean, we can't thank the Trevor Project enough for working with us this past year. And we're excited to, you know, send some money their way. Um, Absolutely. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And we're excited to uh, find a new uh, charity to work with for, for next year. Cause this, that's the plan is just constantly be working with the, you know, charities and, and, and getting some money out there for, for good causes. So uh, on that, being Christmas, so the hall our holiday uh very pop punk Christmas playlist is out. You should have already been listening the heck out of it. So go listen to it. Yeah. Blast it on repeat. Uh you can also pick up our very pop punk Christmas volumes one, two, and now volume three, which will be out. And uh so awesome up and coming bands and some of sometimes uh some of them have some of your favorite artists on there as well so um yeah check check that out you can pick that up in our merch store while you're also getting your uh gender equality shirt um on top of that fancy football league man we're still rolling still rolling strong um i don't think that uh the unsigned pop punk crew is in first place but anything could happen Anything can happen week to week. Um, but, you know, we've got lots of new stuff also in our merch store. Uh, we're always switching stuff up, getting new drops. So make sure to go check out everything that's uh, in our merch store. And that's how you can help support what we do because we don't have bands don't pay anything. All yeah. the services that we provide, you know, putting like people on our playlist, updating that you know, promoting on doing all that stuff. We don't, they don't pay. They, we don't make anybody pay and we're never going to, that's not what we're here for. So the way you can help support us is uh, to continue doing that and keeping everything free, buying some merch. It always helps. It helps spread our name and you look good too. Or uh, O'Reilly, you can uh, pay us for the advertisement we've given yeah, you. Or O'Reilly, you can hey, pay. let's be friends. Let's do this. And that's the way the news goes. Thank you so much to jordan michelle for hanging out with us today thanks matt for a fucking great year uh thanks gibby for a great year and for him being his gibby best thanks to lawrence crow everything he's done this year uh which has been an insane amount because that man is a busy fella um <clears throat> yeah so you know he does all of our work all of our shirts all of our merch designs uh, all of our anything designs is Lawrence Crow. So if you need design work, hit up Lawrence Crow, and uh, he'll he'll make your dreams come true. Uh, thanks to Ross from Electric Kiwi as well for this past year and years of making our website <laughs> and doing everything awesome. You know, if you want an awesome website like Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block, well, Ross at Electric Kiwi did that. So go get your stuff done by him too. And yeah, that's awesome. Thank you all for listening and uh, supporting us over this past year. It's been freaking awesome. It's been an awesome year. 
and we can't wait to see you next year. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.